in a moment. I'd like some of you to, to come up. But here's the deal today. Because this is an, we're, we're all trying to learn Psalm 23, remember, you don't know when you're going to need it. So we're going to learn it. But because those who I ask up are needed to help me actually teach everybody else the psalm, I need you to do, like a soldier, exactly what I tell you, all right? And not go off and do something else, sort of go around and muck about. I need you to, to take it seriously today because you're part of the lesson, all right? You get it? So you're very welcome to come up, but that's the deal today. Good. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not be in want. After me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. It's personal, isn't it? Interesting that it's not the Lord is his shepherd or the Lord is her shepherd or their shepherd or our shepherd even, but it's, what is it? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Look it up in the Bibles. What page is it, please, somebody who's got it there in our church Bibles? 610. 610, page 610. Look it up. Do you know what? The first time I remember Psalm 23, um, I actually remember it being useful to me, as it has been a number of times. The first time I remember it was when I was 13. And in a religious studies lesson at school, our teacher, and I do not know what possessed him, showed us a film that many of you will have seen, unfortunately, called The Omen. <laughs> well, it wasn't a great idea, and I was absolutely petrified. And I remember lying in my bed at night in a state of utter paral paralyzed fear, and my mum coming up to me, and what did she do? She sat by me and read the 23rd Psalm. And that was the first time I thought, oh, this is a good one. I need to tuck this one away. I might need this again. How does it start? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Now, I know some of you know this in the old version. The, Lord, the Lord's my shepherd. I'll not want. I know that. I don't want to expunge that from your head if you do know it in the old version. But today we're going to try it from the new international version that's in front of us and see how we get on. Because some of, some of, some of you won't get the thee and the thou language, which is fine. So... Here we go. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. You, the Lord, I shall not be in want. Okay, so the Lord is my shepherd. In other words, if I've got him, if he is my shepherd, oh look, here's the shepherd. Who's going to come up and do the shepherd? Who's going who's to hold this every time the shepherd comes up? We need someone to do it. Do you want to do it? Yep, come on, up you come. You come and hold that. So whenever it's the Lord's my shepherd... You need to stick that in the air, okay? Right, everybody together. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Okay? He make. what's the next bit? He makes me lie down in green pastures. Anybody see any green pastures here? Any green pastures? Pasture, that's where the sheep feed, isn't it? Anyone see any? Oh, what a coincidence. There are some green pastures behind me. Who's going to come and lie down in green pastures? Jerry, come on, you lie down in green pastures. So... The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, you, what do you need to do when it's shepherd? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Okay, that's very nice. Tuck yourself up a bit more, a bit more tuck so your feet don't, you don't look like you're being kind of racked, um, which is what it looks a bit like with your feet dangling off the bottom. So, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Okay, then what does he make me do? Can anybody see anything that I've got at the front that he does next? He, lead, yes, so he leads me beside quiet 
waters. Anyone see any quiet waters up here? Anyone see any quiet? Brooke, do you want to come up and, 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 and to be led by quiet waters? Oh, Brooke. Never mind. Don't worry. Anybody else come to buy quiet waters? Somebody's got to come up by quiet waters. Anyone want to come up? Oh, well done. Good man. Thank you very much. Well done. Tony, you come and sit by those quiet waters. And I think if you are led by quiet waters, so sit by those quiet waters. So, here's the deal. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Is it still waters or quiet waters? Still waters, thank you. Still waters. So I think because they're still waters, I, we can't just have you lying there like him. You've got to do something different. So what do you do in the waters? Let's, let's go for a... Like that. Okay. Although obviously, the, the image really is that he's the shepherd and that you're a sheep um, and that therefore you need to kind of... <laughs> you need to like... Like that. That you don't have to do that. You can be a human rather than a sheep. Okay. So whenever it gets to... He leaves me beside... Um, still waters, you have to get down like that and, and have it, all right, the water. And when it's lie down, you lie down. Right, let's see how we're getting on. So, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Awesome, very good. Well, that's easy, isn't it? We've, um, we've, we've, we've sorted that out. And then there's just a little phrase that gets added on, which is a great phrase. I love this phrase. And um, the phrase is, he restores my soul. That's good, isn't it? Um, he restores my soul because it, deep down, actually, to some extent, all of us are, are, like, um, are like run-down houses that need to be restored. We're like paintings that have been defaced and we need to be restored. And so he restores my soul. That is who I really am, you're, you're, you, he restores my soul. Okay, I don't have a thing for he restores my soul. I was going to get a kind of a spanner or something like that, but it didn't quite do it. So we haven't got anything for that, so we're just going to have to do he restores my soul and remember it. So there were, here we are, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not be in want. So there are three things, first of all, aren't there? He makes me green pastures, he leads me Besides still waters, he restores my soul, all right? Let's get it. Right, say it, everybody. Come on, you will not regret this because one day, can I just tell you that if I visit you on your deathbed, then you know it's getting bad. No, if I visit you on your deathbed, I will read this to you, all right? So it's worth knowing it um, because, you know, you never know. And I've seen, I've seen things like that. I haven't seen someone's life suddenly revived because they've, they've said it. But I visited people who were dying and shared and started the Lord's My Shepherd and seen them reel it off and say, that's what I'm leaning on. So it is worth it. Seriously, it is worth it. Don't just think, oh, this is a patronizing exercise. It isn't. It's vitally important. So here we go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me in green pastures. He leads me beside. He restores my soul. Brilliant. Okay, so we don't have anything for that, so we've got to emphasize that doubly. He restores my soul. Let's just do the next verse um, before we sing another song. So, he, ah, right, he guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. After me. He guides me in paths of righteousness 
for his name's sake. So paths of righteousness, that's where we, that's in other words, he makes us to walk the right way and he makes us to walk the right way in the right way. In other words, we can trust him to lead us. And as we trust him to lead us, we can listen to his word and we can obey him and know that as we walk in the ways of righteousness, we're walking, um, that we can walk with him and in the right way. So, Say that after me again. He guides us in part, guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I think we need to have somebody at that point walking across the front of the church. Who's going to do that? George, would you do that? Come on then. So when it, thank you very much, George. So when, it's, when it says, when we get there, so it's the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. And then you because you're going to walk in the path of righteousness, which, for the sake of argument, is going to be along there. Um, you just walk along there. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. By the way, why does he guide us in paths of righteousness? Is it because we're fabulous and wonderful people? No, it's interesting, isn't it? It's very reassuring. He says, I guide you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. In other words, he does it not because we're great, but because of his own agenda, because of his own name. Because of the glory of his own purposes, he says, I will guide you in paths of righteousness. I find that a tremendous relief when I fall flat on my face and end up walking in paths of unrighteousness by my own stupidity or wickedness or whatever. Okay, so, um, George, you can stay there. So you just come back and forth every time we get back to that line. Brilliant. Okay, let's try it one more time from the beginning and then we're going to sing a song. So, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Brilliant. Right, so if, you, if, if, the, if those already up here could get to their stations, the, the green pastures and the quiet waters and the shepherd and the paths of righteousness. Right, now we have to contend with... Oh, let's, where's my Bible gone? Right. We need to contend with... What's this? The valley of the shadow of death. Okay. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why not? There's a reason, isn't there? Look at it. So, I, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Have we got a rod and a staff? It, well, I think, I think we could just do... I, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at those over there. You see those? Those sticks? Could someone bring up those sticks, the warden's sticks, or the wands, as they're called? I always make it think that sounds like the church wardens, who are wonderful, by the way. We've got wonderful church wardens here, and um, it makes them sound like they're sort of magic. So, oh, Derek, are you bringing one up? Thank you very much. If you could bring those up, because we're going to need these in a minute... Um, Desi, I wonder, could you come, and Anna, come and help, would you mind coming on up? Let's see, thank you very much, Derek, that's perfect, there we are, fantastic. So, we've got, the, there you go, Desi, you're going to be a bit of a shepherd up here, because you are going to lead Anna through the valley of the shadow of death. Okay, that's actually quite morbid, but the point is, why not be afraid? Well, it's so wonderful, isn't it? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Say it after me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, 
say, comfort me. Okay, brilliant. I always know I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So enter the valley of the shadow of death because you're going through the valley. Again, in someone's on their deathbed. You say, do you realize that the same one who is standing unseen by you now as you lie on your bed will lead you through death itself and when you die you will the first thing you notice if you're a believer in Jesus Christ is him he'll be with you I am with you both there in before you're at death and after death I will be with you I think Wonderful reassurance. And so, even with me, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. There we are. Isn't it great that I remember as a child, I used to, I used to be very frightened of the darkness, and there was a little bit um, in our, near, on my, near my good friend's house, and I used to go there when I was about 18, no, when I was about 8, and I'd be... And I, and I would run because there was at the opening of an alley and it was very dark and I was always very worried about this alleyway. I tell you what, when I walked that way with my parents, I couldn't give a hoot. wasn't frightened at all because they were with me. See, it makes all the difference who's with you, doesn't it? When I'm on my own, I'm running home, my little fists clenched. A fat lot of good that would have done, but I felt it would, but it wouldn't. But if, when, when, when my mum was home, my dad, oh, it was a different story. So... There we are. So get, get ready. When it gets to the valley of the shadow of death, you need to walk through. So here we are from the beginning. You ready? Everybody ready? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. There we go. Brilliant. Thank you. So everyone back in position, because we've got the next bit now. Right, so the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me to still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me past the righteous for his name's sake. Yea, though I, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now the picture changes. So all the way the picture's been the shepherd. Now suddenly we go indoors. Well, sort of. More like an outdoor banquet. And the Lord, the shepherd, suddenly becomes the Lord, the host. Because, what does it say? You have prepared a... Oh, what a coincidence. A table beautifully prepared with candles and a big jug of water. Um, right, a table, you, you, have prepared a ta you have prepared a table in the presence of my enemies. Um, so, um, who's going to come and sit at my table? Esther, could I persuade you to come and sit at the table? You and Timmy, would that, would that, be, would that be all right? Timmy, would you come with your mum and sit at the table? Here he comes. Right, so, <coughs> there's a table. You here a table in the presence of my enemies. Um, so I think, Timmy or Jonathan, one of you, I need one of you, and I, and I, I need you to come and hold a spear, a weapon. <laughs> Does that appeal to anybody? Otherwise, 
we'll have to look. Here's a weapon. I found this the other day up on the roof of the fellowship rooms. Look at this. It's a spear. But, it, but then it's got two little hangy things here, so I've no idea what that is. But anyway, this morning, it's a double-ended spear. Who's going to hold the spear? Well, I'll tell you, you can both hold the spear. Do you, okay, Timmy's going to go with it. Okay, you go over. So you're the... Because why do we have to have someone standing there with a spear? You've got to hold it looking a little bit like... That's, uh, you, you, that's, that's not going to... Which direction does the spear need to go in if it's going to do them any damage? That's better. Yes, like that. So, right... So you have prepared a table before me. You see, in the presence of my enemies. Isn't it interesting? We read this psalm. It's not saying life suddenly a doddle when you trust in Jesus, when the Lord is your shepherd. It's not suddenly saying life suddenly is swimmingly easy. No, the valley of the shadow of death and all that comes with it is very real. So are the enemies, very real. And yet... You have prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Right, so here's the enemy, and here's the table that has been prepared. You sit down, and uh, then it says here, it says, so you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. I was going to bring up some of my beard oil. Not that I very often have a beard, but I've got some old beard oil, and I was going to anoint the person with beard oil. So Esther can be very relieved that I forgot to bring my beard oil with me. And... Uh, but I do have, I can make your cup overflow, okay, because that's what it says, isn't it? So your cup can overflow. There we are. I'm not going to actually pour it out because that will, I might pour it out in a little while. Because <laughs> it says it overflows, doesn't it? And I don't want to spill it, but that's what it says happens. So say with me. So you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. And again... You, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Good. Let's try it from the beginning again. Here we go. Can we build it up from the beginning? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet ill waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Brilliant. Okay, we're nearly there. You've nearly got it. Wouldn't it be great if you'd remember this? You could tuck it away in your mind, in your mental looker, and keep it in there, ready for a time when you need it. So, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Say it in your head with me as we go. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Right, last verse. Together, let's say it. Oh, hang on, let's find it first of all. Surely. Don't call me surely. Does anyone remember that movie? Some of you do. Probably better that you don't. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord 
forever. Oh, I love that verse. Do you know the words there, it says, it says, um, surely goodness and love will follow me. The word there in the Hebrew is the word, it's, it's the word for to pursue. The goodness and love will pursue me. Or sometimes even, it could even be translated, you know, to hunt, to hunt me down. Goodness and love will hunt me down. So the enemies are there. But the Lord, in his goodness and his love and his mercy, is actually following us. So we need somebody to, um, to walk up to um, the, 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 the thing up there. I just wonder, Chris, can I borrow you? Would you mind doing this? Right, Chris, you need, when, when it gets to the last verse, we're going to have, this is going to be the house of the Lord forever um, up here. Okay, so... When it, when it gets to the last verse and says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, you need to walk up there and take your seat on that chair. Can I just warn you about that chair, that it is really rickety. Okay, so, so, it might, so hopefully there won't be any big problems. That I, maybe that one's better. And, but what's going to happen at the same time is, is I am going to pursue you as you're running up there because it says... Surely goodness and love will follow me, will pursue me, will chase me down, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm going to run up to him behind him like that to clothe him as he goes, okay? That's, our, that's going to be our symbol for goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. So let's do that verse together and we'll see if it works. So Chris, as soon as we say surely goodness and love, you start walking and then I'm going to pursue you. Right, let's go. Surely goodness and love will pursue, follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We've done it. Easy. Do you think we can do the whole thing? Okay, let's try. Are you ready? Is every, now, is everyone in position? Chris, let me take the, um, take the, the jacket, the, the, the robe of goodness and mercy. Um, I'll be ready with that. We need, we need that. Um, and so, here we go. Right. Hang on, let's just think. Get in the zone. Who's you, is anyone, is it, are some of you doing it without the book? Or have you, have you got the book there to help you? I wonder. Some of you perhaps are moving off the, off the book. Try and do it without the book, if you can, in front of you. Because um, the time will come. We had a wonderful session on uh, Wednesday night this week from a speaker from Open Doors, which works with people in the persecuted church, talking about... Um, believers in a prison in another part of the world um, who've been imprisoned there for their faith in Jesus. Not everyone in the prison is there for Jesus. A number of them are. Anyway, they don't really have Bibles, so it's the verses you've memorized suddenly become very useful. And so, um, let's, let's memorize it. Right, so here we go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well done. That's brilliant. Thank you so much, everybody, for doing that and um, for taking part. Absolutely brilliant. You, go and, you can go and sit down and um,
There we are. Put the crook down and the, and the funny spear with the hooky things on. Thank you, Chris. And um, that's lovely. Good. So, the Lord's my shepherd. Um, my question, and if you've, heard, if you've ever been to a funeral I've taken, you'll know that I ask this question at funerals, and I think it's a question that's worth asking. The Lord is my shepherd, says the psalm. Who is your shepherd? It's personal, isn't it? The Lord is my shepherd. It's got to become personal. And um, I think the, the, the thing is, you know, you sometimes sense and you talk to people and you say, the Lord is my shepherd, that they're thinking, I'm not a sheep. How dare you patronize me? I'm not a sheep. Um, and the response to that is, actually, you are. And so am I. Because when it comes to the issues of life and death um, and the future, we have about as much control over our lives as a sheep wandering lost on the M25. That's the truth. We don't like to think about it very often, but that is the reality. And so we are like sheep, actually, and we need the shepherd who will not only guide us through this life, and of course we guide one another through this life, we shepherd one another while we do our best, but there comes a point, the valley of the shadow of death, where we can be shepherded no further by our friends and loved ones, and there is only one who can do it. It was Jesus who said, I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Now, of course, they all knew when Jesus said that, they all knew what he was talking about. He was saying, I am that one in the poem. Psalm 23, the Lord's my shepherd. He was going, that's me, that is. That's me. Put your trust in me. And can you imagine if I said that to you? I said, look, everybody, don't worry. Trust me, Tom Parsons, I'll get you through death. It would be absurd. You might as well call up an agency to have me removed if I said that. Because I can't possibly get anybody through death. But when Jesus says it, it suddenly comes out very different. The one who lays down his own life and then takes it up again, who predicts how his life will be taken and the timing of his taking it up again. And he says to us down the centuries from his heavenly rule, he's saying, will you take me as your shepherd personally for you? Not, not that the Lord is that person's shepherd or that person has taken them or even the Lord is our shepherd, but the Lord is my shepherd. It's no good if it's not personal. It's got to make it personal. And we have to come at some point to that place when we realize this is not just an intellectual issue. It's not just a social issue about which group of people I belong to. It's, it, it, it is a personal matter. Do I take the shepherd as mine? Because if you say to him, Lord Jesus, I want, I want to put my hand, as it were, into your hand, and you to be my shepherd, he is not going to turn you away. He's never turned anybody away yet, and he won't turn you away yet. That's why he died on the cross, was so that all the stuff in the past, all the, all the things that make the back of your hair on your neck stand up as you think about it, all the brokenness of your soul and life, he says, he says that, that is not the point. The point is that my blood has been shed for you. You are paid for. You are, I, uh, and, and now I just want to gather you up in my arms like the shepherd and lead you beside still waters and green pastures, 
and so on and so on. Who is your shepherd? Take him, Jesus, the good shepherd, as your own. It's only a matter of asking him, you know. And it's not actually, in the end, there's not great complicated technique about it. It's saying to the shepherd, Lord Jesus, sorry, I've been wandering like a lost sheep around the place doing my own thing. Please forgive me and uh, take me on as your sheep. I want to be yours now. Be my shepherd. At which point, he will scoop you up <laughs> with great joy and take you as well as his sheep. So let's pray now and uh, we'll say the psalm again together um, after we've sung our final hymn in just a moment and see if we've got it. Heavenly Father, you have given your son Jesus Christ to be the good shepherd, the Lord among us, to gather us up in his arms, to know his flock by name and to call each one personally. Minister and work among us now, we pray, Good Shepherd, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And give to each of us that awareness that we are being led, even carried by the Shepherd, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.